Hello. Hello, everyone. How are we? I am just arrived early just to make sure everything is getting set up because I have got my new computer and kit here. So it's all about getting things set up. But while we wait, a bit of, a bit of music for you. How is everyone's day? Let me get Jason. We'll kick off in two minutes. Enjoying the music, Jason. Wonderful elevator music there, Stephen. Wow, I just want to make it as pleasurable as possible, you know? Where's my green bean tonight? I go make you a moderator. I still, I still never, I never do it. Clubhouse etiquette is wasted on me. Hey, everyone in the audience, we're going to kick off in one minute. So I can turn off the music. So, well, look, it's been a while, okay? I haven't done an architecture social clubhouse for a little while. I've been busy. I've been terrible. But before we jump into it, if you want to check out Jason, and he's going to explain much more later, Jason runs regular GAA at the Global Architects Alliance Club, the club, club on Clubhouse, and I really think you should recommend it. I really think you should check it out. But the reason why I thought it would be good to do this topic is because earlier, I think mid-December, I got totally sucked in to this world of NFTs and metaverses. And at first I was like, what the heck, a metaverse? I've been playing video games. I've been playing MMOs for years. That's nothing new. That's nothing new at all. And actually working in the office at Accred Lowry, someone sent me a meme about NFTs saying how irrelevant they are, how you can copy and paste them. And I completely laughed and I thought, brilliant. What, what a waste of time. This is hilarious. This is funny. And then what I, the more and more research I did on NFTs, non-fungible um, tokens, I think that's the definition. Should probably have looked at that before I started. But yeah, NFTs. I thought, hmm, maybe there's something here. And it's a divisive topic. The blockchain NFTs, the metaverse, how that all works in the architecture world. And at the same time, though, it is an interesting prospect. It's virtual worlds, Vir you know, talking about the blockchain and NFTs, what can be done in the built environment? How can we as architects use them? But so that all that in mind, I thought we would do this special and we can find out together what the fuck are NFTs. And so I'm joined by Jason Boyle, the, who is a seasoned architect. And Jason has his notepad ready. All right. I do. So, I, don't, I don't know what NFTs are. So please, <laughs> yeah, please so, explain it. Exactly. So we're going to do it together. We need to explain to Jason together. That notepad needs to be full of really useful knowledge by the time that Jason leaves so that he can make his millions in NFTs, or he can say to me, Steve, what a load of rubbish. All right. 
So I'm going to talk about it a little bit, but really it's for opening up the conversation. And if there's anyone in the audience, and I can see one or two names from this space that wants to come on stage, and maybe you can explain it much, 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 much better than me. That wouldn't be hard, but you would be welcome on the stage. So raise your hand and Jason will help me as well, inviting people to the stage. So come on, guys and guys and girls in the audience, raise your hand and join us on the stage if you'd like to talk a little bit about this. On a first point, though, let's open up. and Let's talk about what we all think NFTs are. So my first foray looking into NFTs is the first one I saw, Jason, and we were talking about it earlier, was, uh, and I, have, I believe, an art, like a 3D designer who sold a house as an NFT, and it was the first house for $500,000. And I was thinking, wow. how the hell is this possible? Yeah, I know, right? And then also, I was looking at the visuals, and I was thinking, I can do that myself. But it's a lot more complicated than that. It is a lot more complicated. So how do you even get into it? And what is an NFT? And what different NFTs can you have? So I can see a few names here as well. Yemi, good to see you in the audience. And Russell, I'm sure I'd love to hear your thoughts in the TikTok space. Are people talking about NFTs? But come on, does anyone want to put their hand up? Come to the stage. Come on, come on. Am I going to put the elevator music on again while we wait for someone? Does anyone want to come to the stage? Come on, we got no one, Jason, huh? This is going to be me talking for five minutes. Yes, we've got, we've got someone who's raised their hands who I'm actually going to be recording a podcast with. Thank you, Adone, for saving my bacon. Because I make the stage, but really, I need an expert to help me out on this. So do you want to introduce yourself to the room, Adonis? Yeah, sure. Hi, everyone. Um, I'm definitely not an expert in NFTs, although as it seems, I'm building my own NFT niche, NFT marketplace for yes. and 3D designers. Um, Excellent. It's called Renovi. Uh, we are going to be launching it really soon together with some interesting features like uh, larger file sizes, uh, different file formats for NFTs. And we wish to, to help build an open and interoperable metaverse through architects and NFTs. So what do you want to hear from me? What do you want me to say? <laughs> why, why did I start this? How did I start this? Why do you, I care about NFTs? What well, good, do you want to hear? Well, good <laughs> question. We'll discover it together. This could be like a practice mm -hmm. for our podcast when we, <laughs> when we do it, right? Why not? Who cares? Mm -hmm. but so there's a few stores online right currently right now. So for anyone that's listening to me ramble on and wants to see what an NFT is, probably the easiest way to find NFTs as a starting point is on a website called OpenSea.io, right? And that is a large marketplace, but there's some limitations, isn't there, Adonis, on what you can actually put on there right now. So it tends to be images, 
it can be i guess it can link to documents and artworks and and mm-hmm. basically the premises of an nft a non-fungible token right is that if someone owns the nft someone buys an nft they're basically saying in a virtual space that they are the person that has the ownership of that item is that Exa- a, yeah what do you that's, think that's exactly that an nft and i'm not gonna go into details about the blockchain and everything like that is yep. simply a digital ownership that's what i call it so just like you own your car and you simply have a deed that says that the car is yours and you need to take care for it and you need to take it to an MOT. It's exactly the same thing. You have a certificate of ownership for something. Now, lately we see with pictures, so a lot of people are scratching their heads. Why would I need a certificate of ownership for a picture? Okay, but it's so much more than that. Mm. So for me, it's a, it's exactly that. I, encom- I encapsulate everything into a digital certificate of ownership. And then I just don't go beyond that. It's the easiest way to think about it. Great. I think that's really, really useful. And probably, and this can be an inadvertent plug because I've, we haven't discussed this before. So mm-hmm. you, another way to visualize a little bit more about NFTs and what you're up to is actually on your current website, which is Renovi.io. And that is really interesting. So you're currently developing this marketplace and that's what tailored more towards architects, more towards designers, more towards uh, dealing with larger um, files, mm-hmm. larger 3D formats, because currently on the open sea, you, ca- you can't really put anything more than 40 megabytes and it has to be one or two very particular file formats, right? So for an architect, currently, if you were just using the current existing marketplaces to make an NFT, you'd have to be looking at doing images and that kind of stuff, right? Because you can't necessarily put the 3D model on there. Is that right? Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. Oh, can you hear me? Yeah, I, I can hear you. Yeah. Ah, I'm loving it. Are we in the kitchen or something? Are we? Uh, I was going to make some tea, there, but uh, uh, I need to put you on my headphones while I'm doing that. Uh, <laughs> uh, no worries. <laughs> but without putting to shame OpenSea, which is an amazing marketplace, by the way, mm. and they were and they are the pioneers within the space. Um, I see OpenSea just like we see Amazon. They can yeah, sell yeah. anything and everything, and they're really good at it. And they and they really and they're really famous for it. But what we see that is happening is that as more as the NFTs capture more the imagination of people, they become more famous. We're going to see more niche NFT marketplaces specifically for the reasons that, uh, for, for example, for specific reasons that you want to create NFTs. For example, yeah. architecture. That's a really interesting vertical that should have its own marketplace. Just like you go on Behance to, to appreciate some art or you go to Dribbble to appreciate websites and 3D design, for example, you should be going to the specific NFT marketplace to purchase the specific NFT that you want within the, your area, such as architecture. Now, you've touched on a really good point. OpenSea allows you to mint uh, up to 100 megabytes and you're actually pushing it if you're minting 
up to 100 megabytes uh, with uh, three three default formats. I think it's uh, OBJ, FBX, and GLTF. Now, you know better than me, I'm not an architect. I'm actually an economist and a financial analyst as a background. But architects create in various formats depending yeah. on what they feel more comfortable with, yeah. what tools they use, uh, etc. When we were creating this marketplace because you had architects at heart, we want to allow for these architects to create in what they're comfortable with. And we want to make them creators and we want to allow them to publish what they have in mind as an NFT without any li limitations. And, uh, and that's why we built it this way. Now, OpenSea is really good when it comes to other kinds of NFTs, like the generative NFTs, those 10,000 art NFTs that you hear everywhere, like Board Ape Girl Club or CryptoPunks. Mm. It's, it's ideal when you want to sell something like that. But when you're moving away from that, you need something more specialized. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. And I think that's what can be tricky about understanding an NFT at first, because what you're talking about, some of the technical um, issues, which will be really interesting, seeing Renovi opening up that, as you said, opening it up to uh, an architect and share a 3D model made in different softwares, which maybe are bigger or that's really really interesting but i guess what's good uh, it's hard to get your head around at first when you're first getting into nfts the variety of nfts is huge isn't it and people can i was looking at um you know like an app which was to showcase nfts and someone literally nft'd uh, what's called minted which is to make an image or whatever they minted this mm -hmm. item uh, which was a photo of their mum <laughs> and I, I, didn't, I, I didn't really feel like I wanted to buy that, but it's so wild, isn't it? And I think let's go back a bit to the you were talking about mm -hmm. with with OpenSea, and I think it's really good. But you're right; it's amazing. It's open, and I, you know I'm looking at playing with OpenSea, and I think it's the perfect thing to do that. But also, we have to be really upfront. While there's lots of NFTs, and the some of the ones in the press which make shitloads of money, um, it all sounds appealing. There's, I imagine there's also lots of NFTs which kind of just go into the graveyard of like full of, you know, there's like an open sea, you can pretty much put anything on there, right? So there's a lot of NFTs which fill the space. I don't know. As, do you feel that as well then, Donis? We, certainly. Uh, I, I, I sometimes feel lost in the vast array of NFTs that are actually on open seas. Like... Uh, <laughs> Sometimes it's a fun game at night. If you yeah. want to fall asleep, just scroll through all the NFTs on OpenSea. Have fun. Uh, you're going to be scrolling for hours. Um, yeah. it's To be honest, if you think about it, everything could be an NFT. Like you said, yeah. somebody's picture of, of their mom, it could definitely be an NFT. It's like you can make any digital creation no matter how smart, stupid, silly, interesting, or not interesting, it could be an NFT. Now, mm. if that NFT has value, well, it, it only has as much value as the other person who is willing to purchase it, correct? Yeah. Um, so mm. at some point in the future, I think that everything that is digital will simply be an NFT, but we won't even be thinking about it. 
every picture that you're going to be creating, every digital item that you have will be an NFT and you will have their the ownership of it, but you won't make a big fuss about it. It's just like your JPEG is on your computer screen and you don't blink twice. It's going to be the same. It's going to be a JPEG NFT. Yeah, I think, look, you've, Look, Adonit, I'm going to, you need to have your tea and you've, done, <laughs> you've really helped me out by kind of breaking the ice in this topic because it, it's a big, it's a big thing to decrypt what the fuck an NFT is. And so I kind of, I kind of maybe bit off more than I could chew when I put the topic, but hey, we don't, we don't script things here. There is no angle. And as well, I'm going to open up the conversation further because not everyone has to agree on uh, if how they feel about nfts as well and, and there's a few topics that we can bring up as well about you know how to deal with the sustainability aspect of things and i know that you're looking at doing things as sustainable as possible with your marketplace and that's really really cool but let's open it up a little bit so i yemi i'm going to come to you in a second because i'm going to love to get your thoughts on this and you're someone who's practicing in the industry like jason and when I think of NFTs and the possibilities, forget my awesome mum for a second. We're not going to talk about pictures of that. But in an architectural sense, it could be so cool what becomes valuable NFTs. Because basically, us as the community or the wider community, people who are buying these NFTs, they're saying what the value is, right? And also equally, or the graveyard of NFTs on OpenSea, which are worthless. That's because there's no value there. So the question I keep pondering in my head is how do you make something of immense value? How can it also connect to the real life? And I think that will be the interesting thing for us to decrypt, you know, because as architects, we're always helping with the built environment and there's a space for architects to design in the digital world. But also there's quite a lot of interesting things about what can be done between the both. And, you know, NFTs, we were talking about art and 3D model. They can also be quite utility. So, for instance, with the Board Ape Yacht Club, I think that um, if you got one of the cards, for example, I hear that you can get invited to when they have a party. If they have a party in New York, only the card members can enter. Or, for example, there's a private room online. So, it's really interesting to see how you know, you know an NFT can open some possibilities that were never there before. But that's just my thoughts. And before we move on to Yemi. Jason, how are you keeping up? Are you fastly scribbling things down? Or, or do we still need to get a little yeah. bit more in the topic and crypt I, it? I think instantly what I'm thinking of is how can I make money out of this? And, <laughs> um, and, and, and what I think the question for the room, and I'd love to hear Yemi's thoughts on this, yeah. is, for example, could I buy the Royal Institute of British Architects um, artwork and, and claim their digital title could mm. i just do that now and make some I, money out of it i don't think you i don't think you can <laughs> i think like it's a massive gray area and i would encourage you if you're going to nft something to do it on your own um <laughs> on your own stuff or okay, so have a yeah or have a legal licensed agreement where it's in writing that you have the right to use it and i tell you what jason I, I wouldn't wish to be you getting that license from Reba. Huh? That's going to be an interesting conversation with their lawyers. Um, but it's interesting, you know, what can be done. 
But it's not even just about money. It's about what, you know, what projects can be made, I think is also interesting as well. So good point, Jason. And I think we'll do another few minutes before we kind of go to a little bit of a segue. and You can kind of refresh the room and talk about the GAA, Global Arctic Alliance, which is the constant room that you guys should all be in. But before we do that, before you explain about your awesome club and clubhouse, Yemi, my fabulous hello. friend. Hello, uh, hello, hello. Hey, 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 hey. I've got like I've got some intro music for you somewhere. <laughs> we get, yeah, we get get Yemi up to the stage. Love it. Loving Yemi. it, loving it, loving it. I, um, I cut I cut it off because you know why? I'm deeply why? interested to hear what you've got to say. Well, so if, it, it, for, go, for anyone that doesn't know you first, you want to intro yourself in the, in the wider industry as well. Yeah, sure. So I'm an architect by profession, currently working as a development um, manager, developing um, affordable social housing as well as actually just ha- housing in general in, in North London. Great. Yeah. Perfect. Well, look. You, you do a lot of awesome projects as well. So I'm sure at one point, right, something brought you down the NFT rabbit hole, as I call it. <laughs> well, it's more kind of just general um, interest and, uh, like you say, trying to stay abreast of technology and understanding, um, yeah, just trying to get an understanding of um, what NFTs are, what the metaverse are. I mean, is I mean, there's lots, there's lots going on at the moment. Um, I think since 2020, generally, with with a lot of us being stuck at home and um, maybe not spending that money on um, transport, seeing where where else we can put put our money. I think there's been lots of interest in crypto and, and the like since um, lockdown. So my my in, there's an interest there, but I'm no um, expert. I think you you touched on something. Um, and then um, Jason touched on something just in terms of real life kind of usage. I can see, um, you know, architecture has moved from us drawing pen, pencil, um, largely some of us still still do and, and, and love sketching mm. to, you know, uh, a more technological way or graphical way or digital way of representing our work. And the construction industry is at all times trying to keep up with um digital transformation and technology. And just one of the very kind of practical ways I can see um, the metaverse um, helping architects is that I think, you know, in the way we represent our, our drawings uh, three three dimensionally, we found that um, sometimes for, for lay clients, it's so much easier when you're presenting a drawing not to do so in, mm. you know, plan and elevation, but to have a 3D 3D drawing is fantastic. Now, if we can start putting headsets on clients and actually walking them around um, the, you know, their existing proposed, the existing and then the new, I mean, amazing, fantastic. That's where we get kind of real buy-in and, and understanding. And then I guess I, uh, NFTs are exciting. The metaverse is exciting. The metaverse is not necessarily um, a new concept has been around for for a long time. We talk about gaming, we talk about VR, all the rest of it. I would be quite interested, actually, to to for the experts in the room and just generally to hear 
what people think about the pros and and the and the cons. For me, I think uh, one of the cons touches back on what um, Jason has said is that you know physical art can't really be digitalized. The reason why people own physical art and the reason why you then would own digital art are often different. You know, um, a lot of the times people will pay to go in uh, to a private viewing or whatever it is we go to museums whatever to look at um, pieces of art whereas with um you know you can't digitalize uh, physical art and there's just an allure to seeing things you know one of a kind painting or whatever with your own uh, own eyes that a token wouldn't um provide and also i think there's a big thing here about value so you know, when you purchase one of the, um, you know, an NFT, you're not necessarily purchasing the copyright to the art. So this speaks directly to Jason's um, point. And in that way, you know, you, you can find lots of copies on the internet or wherever of, of a token that you own that you've paid potentially millions, thousands, hundreds of, of pounds um, for. And I think you know, if I've understood it correctly, when you buy the assets, all you own is the record saying that you own the token behind the original asset. So I would question how much value there actually is in owning an asset that you don't actually control. Um, so, so there's a question there. And two, two others, environmental cost. I mean, it's uh, environmental, um, the environment, carbon, it's a big thing in architecture and construction. And, you know, <laughs> when I think of um, the Ethereum blockchain and, you know, when we talk about electricity and all the rest of it, it, I, it scares me and I shudder at the amount um, of electricity and environmental cost of um, crypto in general, including NFT. So it'd be great maybe to hear a little bit more from Adonis on how he, um, I know there are some chains that are a lot more energy efficient than others and are seeking to um, improve. And I guess with any new technology, it's going to take a while to get us to where we need to, to get to. I think the last thing to also touch on, and this will just be in relation to the things I'm passionate about, is about um, equality and, and inclusion. You know, are we, um, is this space one that is truly accessible for um, Joe Bloggs? down the road to, to buy an NFT. As we said, some of these NFTs go for ridiculous money. Some, I guess, not not much. But do, do you have to, would you say you have to be quite tech savvy to um, engage in um, the, this field? And um, yeah, you know, could, could my dad <laughs> jump on and buy an NFT? And how, mm. how do we deal with uh, accessibility and uh, fair fair access to all, which is massive in architecture and in the construction industry? So a, a few um, questions there more than answers, I guess. Yeah, I love that. And, the, and they're questions I think we all share. And it's kind of that ongoing thing, isn't it? And so I'll say it with my broken knowledge a little bit what I, I've I've looked into as well. And then maybe Adonis can actually help me with proper answers as someone who's a specialist in this field. But if you look at even, um, so I use OpenSea as a big example, and they mainly, the big, and this is goes to your point, in terms of trading the NFTs and which blockchain were they on, the predominant or the most well-known one, is Ethereum, right? And so that's ETH, I think, is the kind of the symbol for it. And you're right, Yemi, because it's constantly brought up about sustainability 
and um, you know how the environmental costs of it. And I was looking recently because OpenSea um, have started adopting more this other um, this other coin or whatever you call it, uh, which polygon. Is polygon. There you go. <laughs> he knows where I'm going with it. And that was that's really interesting. It kind of actually suffered the other day because one or two, I think like one of these big games was using it a lot, but Polygon, and I've started to look into it, is much more sustainable. It uses a lot less energy to what just in its general processing and is what is called layer two. And I believe Ethereum is layer one. And I mean, that's a whole topic in and itself. But for example, the fact that OpenSea has adopted other cryptocurrencies uh you know to use which are more sustainable seems like a step in the right direction but of course it seems like it's a lot more to go so you jumped in there and helped me kindly with polycon there donis what is your thoughts on that point that yemi raises about the environmental before we talk about stuff like application yeah of course i mean uh it's uh, unfortunately uh, or fortunately it's a really big part of what we're doing. Um, Ethereum is the most popular chain, but they do understand the environmental impact that they're having. And for that reason, they're trying to shift into Ethereum 2.0, if you heard about it, which is simply changing the way the consensus mechanisms work. So if you heard about proof of work, that's when they need energy and computational power in order to validate transactions. And when you hear layer two solutions or about Ethereum 2.0, is that they want to move into proof of stake, POS, where the way that they validate transactions is by staking your coins, so proving ownership of, uh, of the chain instead of using computational power. So it is um, an issue to everyone, and everybody is trying to, to move away from uh chains that are actually not environmentally friendly and that's why you see polygon and that's why you see immutable x and so many others that are coming to to play i mean there there's so many um but just like for example us dollar is king when it comes to currencies it's the same when you have uh bitcoin and ethereum it's really difficult to shift somebody especially when they capture such a big percentage of the market and move them away into, into a chain that is more environmentally friendly. At least for now, I will say, um, as we move along, and, let, and let's not forget that this is really new. Everything is really new. Everything is like, in a sense, happened yesterday. So uh, we're really working in dog years here, here and we're moving really fast. Um, to move into more environmentally friendly uh, chains, all of us, all within the crypto space, I will say, because everybody wants that. Um, but even if we are new to the space, we have the legacy systems in a way that we slowly need to change. Mm. And that's why you have Ethereum as well. And it's there, but it's one of the biggest and strongest chains uh, because it was one of the first and they were pioneers within the space. Uh, and it's really hard to change or evolve and move forwards, actually. Mm. Well said, well said. 
And because you've been such a good sport, I'm going to try and put your website on the link at the top. So I don't know if that works or not, but check out. It really works. <laughs> Yay, check out. I think it's really good exercise anyways, because not even in the interest of promotion, it'd be really interesting for everyone to visualize exactly what Adonis is talking about and what he's building, because it is architecture specific. And I'm lucky because we're going to be recording um, a <laughs> podcast around it. We are going to do it. But this is kind of, this is the raw and scripted talk before the raw and scripted podcast. Well, and this is me jumping into a call just because yeah. I'm a and I like NFTs I tell you. and the metaverse and everything in between. And I appreciate architecture. This is not me. Well, I'm plugging Renovi specifically. It's just me and the love of NFTs. That's well, it. Well, look, you're, build, you're building a marketplace <laughs> in the space, though. So it's irrelevant. Well, people can have their own opinion on what the marketplace, but the fact is this will be the first architectural one. And it's interesting learning all the stuff that you're taking into consideration in the marketplace because, yes, it's, you know, as you've listened to here and like Emmy and Yemi's actually you know, well-considered questions, those are going to be questions of the architect. So it's always a two-way chat. But look, let you you need to have your tea for a little bit. <laughs> and, and so I'm here on the stage. I would have been absolutely screwed if you didn't join the stage. So I'm pleased you are. But stay here, have a tea, and just relax for a little bit because we're going to need you. I suspect we're going to need you. And while I'm good at talking and making random sound effects, <laughs> that's my job. But Jason is the person that really helps me run all these roads, and he's a bit of a seasoned pro when it comes to Clubhouse. So we're going to have a nice little interlude for a second. And for anyone here, just to let you know, if you do come to the stage, you will be on Spotify. But Jason, do you want to just kind of let everyone know a little bit of Clubhouse etiquette and then tell us all about the GAA for people that are new um, yeah, to no, the scene. Absolutely. Thank you, Stephen. Um, I think just, just for everyone in the room that's maybe not been here or new to this room, so please follow the Architecture Social, which is that little green um, sort of um, house symbol at the at the top of, top top there. Um, you, you've still got the number, Stephen. Well done. Um, but I, I just wanted to sort of mention, I've been following everyone in the room as well. Um, so if you could follow people back and follow people on stage, that'd be appreciated. And maybe just um, take a little bit of time to fill out your bios. It's always interesting to see who's in the room because I've been um, sort of looking at everyone's bios in here. That's really cool. And I'm doing a room tomorrow night. So I do a room every Thursday. We've done 40 rooms in a row. Um, so we did 40 rooms in a row last year, um, every week on Thursdays at 7 and we're talking about titles. So we're talking about the um, professional titles and what's the purpose of them and are they still relevant and should they be protected? And I think it'd be lovely if uh, people in the room tonight, some of you could make it tomorrow. It'd be, it'd be absolutely wonderful. Um, so it's a Global Architects Alliance. If you just click on my bio, you will see um, the club that I run and um, it's growing as well. So it's 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 um it's a growing club and, and more and more people are coming to it. So yeah, thank you, Stephen, for 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 letting me advertise that room briefly. Well, my pleasure. I mean, it's great because I do these specials whenever something really gets my interest. And I used to do a few, and we will get some, especially when it comes to talking about careers. But if you want a bit of continuity and you want somewhere just to unwind, then do check out Jason's awesome GAA. 
But right, so what I'm thinking at this point, Jason, is we can, we can, I don't know what you call it. Is it refreshing the room? So we got one or two people on the stage. Now, there's, it's not like a panel of experts. I am far from an expert, far, far, far from it. I am just someone who discovered this world in December and has got really, really excited. And one thing I would say, though, getting involved in these small communities is really awesome because in the architecture scene, there's one or two, I think, discords and telegrams. So you can check out even Renovi as a telegram, for example. And that's a really good way to find out more and more about NFTs because I'm constantly learning and I constantly find information on what people are sharing. There is also, I believe, another really cool group, which is on Discord, which I think is called like Architect or Architecture DAO. And um, that's worth checking out. And as well as that, there's another really cool one as another really cool Discord called Architecture Architects in the Metaverse. So search for that. There's a few people on there, but they're all sharing really good tidbits of information. So if anyone here is in the audience is thinking about just learning, definitely go check it out because I think it's a really good, fun, exciting community. And it's better for architects to be involved in it rather than not being involved. Because in my opinion, you know, we'll do another talk at some point for metaverses and Yes, there's been metaverses around for a long time. I think, though, the reality is that this world, this NFT world and this push is only just beginning. And I think it's a little bit naive to think it will, it will not continue to grow in some shape or form. Maybe there's a dip, maybe there's a bubble. And what I mean by bubble is maybe things will pop, maybe the value on the coins will go lower and so forth. But I think it's going to pick back up again. So it's better to get familiar with it. And I tell you what, if you do your research into NFTs and you said to me, Steve, I've researched it, I'm really not interested, then good for you. But I think it's such a cool space to read up on and I encourage everyone to do it. On that note, though, let's open up the room. Is there anyone here that maybe is not that experienced with NFTs, is not that experienced with the metaverse, or maybe they've got their own projects? If anyone would like to raise their hand, now is probably a really good time to do it. I'm happy to keep talking, but this is just about your room as well, and I'd love anyone's thoughts. Maybe if, if you know, I can ask the dumb questions in the room because I don't have a clue what I'm talking about. Go on. It, it's just how would I get started on on this? And maybe it's um, you know, maybe not directly to you, Stephen, but. Yeah, you know, I I understand. I read up. I Google what NFT means. How how would I just get started? That that would be my question. Okay, in, I can, I can handle this because I'm a a full on newbie, you know. So we got a proper architect here, Yemi. Oh well, you're a proper architect as well, Jason. Who are thinking this is interesting? Adonis is actually building the bloody marketplace where things are going on. So he's on the technical end and i'm the noob that's looking into it but i would think check out opensea.io first and have a little look around from there and actually it sounds really naive but i um i listened there's a book and an or an audio book which is really good let me go and check my amazon records now the name of it but i listened to this audio book back at the start of december and half of it was talking about the concept talking about the theory but to answer your question there was a lot of information about how you get started. 
And so that book is called The NFT Handbook, How to Create, Sell, and Buy Non-Fungible Tokens. And I listened to that, and it was really good. And it will talk to you about all the marketplaces, which are um, the more, all the pop. Well, that's actually wrong. They'll talk about the popular ones that you need to know now. They don't talk about this is marketplace coming up because he's on the verge of rolling it out in the next few months. But it talks about the common ways to do it. It will talk about what actually minting means, how to get a crypto wall, uh, a wallet, a virtual a digital wallet to put the the money on which you're going to need, and it will go through the process. And as well as that, it will talk about a little bit about you know the fact that just because you make an NFT doesn't mean anyone's going to buy it. A lot of it is to do with community. A lot of it is to do is with trust. And really, it's about someone's going to pay virtual currency for it. So there's got to be a pull. There's got to be some desirability there. So everyone check check out the NFT handbook. Um, I don't know the author. It's not like um, I get any kickback from it. But I found that really valuable. So Jason, part way answer the question because I kind of copped out and give suggested an audio book, but it's a really valuable one. Um, I'm conscious because we've got Alex who's joined on the stage. Really good to see you here, Alex. And you've all been in the architecture social community for a long time, and I value your opinion. But do you, would you like to unmute yourself and say hello to the room and share what you felt um, that you'd like to chat about on the stage? Hi, Stephen. Uh, hi, Jason. Hi, Adonis, and hi, Emmy. Uh, so I'm kind of interested in NFTs. Um, what I was thinking about was, can BIM data be integrated into an NFT? And uh, for example, the furniture being a separate NFT by a different person being purchased from it, having the blueprints embedded in the NFT and recreated as a kind of uh basically you're selling on a license to create the actual item physically um that kind of brought um kind of breached the threshold between reality and the digital space um so that's something that um i'm I'm not very sure is that possible uh just want to talk about but um also, I want to go back to one of the some of the things that you guys talked about was um, uh, is it accessible to everyone and how to kind of do it? Um, per uh, how to get involved. So personally, I'm I've got Ethereum. Um, so you probably need like some part of the marketplace and stuff like that. But uh, you need to be very careful on whether the fact that it's supported in the UK uh, to protect your mo uh, money and assets. So, for example, Binance was declared not UK uh, financially kind of safe and uh, and stuff like that. I'm not sure if uh, Adonis has anything to add on, on that part. Ooh. Well, Adonis, if you're here and you're not having your cup of tea, feel free to jump in. Well... I'll jump in on the first question because I really like it, by the way, with the furniture. Uh, an NFT can be anything, all right? So when it comes to uh, if you want to 
if for example you create a, a really i'll take it back to architecture if you create a really interesting facade of a building and you want to sell those 3d drawings the blueprints onwards you could add them within the nft as metadata so somebody that purchases that uh, nft will have access to that metadata which are the blueprints and then they can recreate the facade or for example if it's uh, something that you can 3d print they could get access to those blueprints and they could 3d print i don't know whatever you can imagine a chair guitar you name it so it's absolutely possible all right you just need to find the correct uh, medium to do that but it's not a problem at all when it comes to the second question um i think the best way to to get started uh if you have ethereum you're 90% there <laughs> it means you you know how to purchase it you know where to store it so uh what what else you just need to know how to mint or buy an nft not really difficult but i will say if you go on opensea and you go to the faq pages they do an excellent job explaining from zero to hero how to buy even ethereum for somebody that doesn't know where to buy it what are some of the risk of buying a crypto asset how to store it um maybe they don't do a good job in where to store it off chain but that's a um i mean in a cold storage that's another topic apologize um and then they do a really good job yeah in explaining how to purchase an nft with via a metamask wallet on opensea now up to now it's a bit of a gray area or there is no um direct well regulation or at least even guidance by anybody in the fca when it comes to nfts um but we should be not worried we should be uh, open to the idea that some of the nfts that are offered could actually be securities and then they could fall under the directive of fca for example so you need to be aware of what you're buying and if the, what you're buying is going to directly bring you um an economic upside i would say um just buying a picture that appreciates that's not an economic upside buying something that gives you a dividend that is a direct economic upside which will fall under the fca and then you will have no issues but yeah you will be it will be interesting to see what uh, rules and regulations say about that so for now opensea doesn't have an issue like that when it comes to similar to what binance does and i think binance didn't fully have an issue it was some of the products they were offering they needed to be regulated and because their their structure of binance is everywhere in the world and they tried to be well in quotations air quotations decentralized they say that they're everywhere they were trying to circumvent that so that's why fca wasn't really happy about that so apologies if i lost you somewhere in in the middle but the summary of this if tldr is uh yes you can uh, mint nfts as blueprints and two uh, faq pages from opensea amazing source to get started three there's nothing legal about it 
against NFTs yet. Amazing. Wow, you're doing my job for you, for me. I think this conversation would have fallen flat if it was just me up here. We wouldn't we wouldn't have got all the juicy information, but that's really, really, really helpful. So I think you deserve like an, a biscuit with your tea as well. <laughs> now. Giggling in the background when I'm muted, by the way, every time you say something <laughs> like that. Thank you so much. <laughs> well, I'm not, I'm not joking. That's why I'm put. I put your thing at the top. This is not you. This is not promotion. I should be paying you at this point, but I will be paying you with a Polygon NFT because Ethereum's a bit expensive, mate. Okay, give me a break. <laughs> a problem. I like Polygon. I like Polygon. I like Polygon. I think it's underrated, isn't it? And I think. I think it's going to be really interesting. And look, I am dying to kind of get my geek off here, but I was well aware. And I think I've had a conversation with Anne on LinkedIn from the memory of the picture because I'm a bit of a face person. But Anne has kindly joined us on the stage. Anne, have we spoken on LinkedIn? Because I'm pretty sure we have. And welcome to the stage. Thank you. Yes, we have. And yeah. thank you for letting me join here. Uh, I just want to briefly introduce myself. I'm um, an architect from Denmark and I've been a researcher for the, the last eight years within uh, sustainable construction. And I, like you, I um, immersed myself into the NFT world and it's really like taking the blue pill. I can't get out of there now. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's amazing. And I'm really uh, interested in, in exploring these links to the architecture and in general the construction industry um, and um, I did um, an NFT collection which was um, some um, artworks of, of like Ooh. difficult paintings yeah and I dropped them last uh, last last week I think um, and it went okay so it was also to just start gaining some experience and that was actually what I wanted to uh, give as an advice for the, the previous question on how to get started. I would say just go in there, go on, on Twitter and start uh, being a part of the, the conversation, start to join some of the Twitter rooms and follow, of course, uh, accounts that you, you find interesting. And there's a, a whole community in there, which I think is really inspiring and, and also can give you an idea of what is going on in the NFT space in general. And then of course, for the, the architectural point of view, that is, you mentioned the, the on uh, on Discord, for instance, I think it's, um, and, and your previous interview as well about um, architecture in the metaverse. But yeah, I'm a very, you know, theoretical person in general, but in this, in this, um, place here, I would say just go in there and try to get started. And as you said, have a look at OpenSea, look at what are other people doing, what is working, and just in that way, try to, to get an understanding of it. Because I think that, yeah, we're totally moving in this direction and, and it's really fascinating to be a part of this. And yeah, for me, I just feel like we're on the front seat at the moment because everything is just moving so fast. So. Yeah, just get in there. That's that's my advice. Thank you. Um, amazing advice. And I've actually brought up to the link um, so people can see your OpenSea 
profile. And so considering that I hadn't planned this at the start, I think that's a really nice round circle because you got me who's all kind of excited in the space. You got Jason who's learning at the start. Adonis is building the platform of the future for architecture. And so mm -hmm. I'm I'm actually rooting for that because I hope it goes through and I'm confident it will. And Anne, you've actually done um, your own NFTs as well, which is really useful. And and mm -hmm. I agree in, in getting stuck in. And just what, what, how was that process though? How did it feel? Was it a little bit overwhelming at first, Anne? And then now it's a little bit more easy. I have you now that you've kind of dipped your toes into the water. Uh, I would say that uh, doing the actual artworks, that was really amazing for me because it's uh, I've done physical paintings and this digital medium has been much more easy, like having two small kids and not having to have painting, painting all over and stuff like that. So just that process was really exciting. Um, and of course, it was the, the technical parts of turning them into NFTs. I think they're really good step-by-step um, -step guides also on YouTube and you mentioned on OpenSea as well. What I find really overwhelming is the whole marketing. Uh, I mean, for my first collection, I really tried to um, make a lot of noise on, on Twitter and it's not like I have very many followers. So I spent really a lot of time and doing a giveaway and I, I actually, I'm not sure how to balance this in the future because this is something at the moment I'm doing besides uh, my ordinary job. So I think the whole marketing part is really taking a lot of energy. Um, and personally, I'm, I'm actually considering for my future projects if I should hire someone to help me do this. Um, but on the other hand, I think that people the collectors who are invest, uh, investing in, in these projects are also very much investing in the people behind. So, so I think I need, I need to be there myself, but that's actually what is taking most of my energy is, is that part. Um, also because after my first drop, I made like three, three sales in the first two days. Oh, well done. Was, <laughs> thank you. And that was of course really exciting and really motivating, but um now it's been like a week and it feels really hard to just yeah uh, push the <laughs> these works out there so i'm thinking about some alternatives ideas like uh, for instance i actually held like a um a virtual gallery opening um where i had people attend and we had these uh, avatars walking around in the gallery so we could have conversations because I thought that the ordinary drops where you just um, announce it on Twitter, for instance, that's a bit, um, it could be a, a bit more personal. So I thought it was a fun social way to do it. And I think that's definitely something I would do again. Um, but I'm thinking about maybe joining together with other artists to do like an um, online gallery exhibition or something like that to gain a bit more exposure um yeah that was the long answer but but i would say that the technical and the artistic parts are um i find those um not easy because it takes a lot of time but i'm i'm really comfortable in in those areas but the marketing are, are the 
the draining part for me. Wow, that's really, really useful, Anne. And look, thank you, first of all, for sharing that. It's really useful. I have I have one quick question for you, and then I'll give you a little break. I'm just so excited to hear, uh, you know, your journey a bit. So when you made all your artwork, and so they're on the open sea, and the link again for anyone if they want to look into Anne's profile, they can click there. But go to the collection section because that's what Anne's work is in. There's two collections there. So did you put them on um, Ethereum, or did you go with uh, Polygon in the end? Because those are the two um, blockchains that um, that uh, open sea supports, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I went with the Ethereum. And the reason for that was um, because this was my first collection. I wanted to go where um, most people, in my uh, what I, from my understanding, mm-hmm. are using Ethereum. Uh, the downsides, are of course, the the gas fees and also the the environmental impacts. Um, so I think for my next collect collection, I'm thinking about. Uh, Tesos or Solana as well, but I think that personally I would have to be a bit more established to like move outside mm. Ethereum. Um, yeah, and I don't know if if it's like I mean I'm also just experimenting here, but but my choice was that that this was the, the biggest yeah first of all marketplace of OpenSea and then yeah. Ethereum because I thought that most people were using that, but again then. Uh, the pricing of of my artworks it's like 0.06 ethereum and and sometimes the gas fees are almost that high so i mean it's really also quite an investment for people to uh, to double the price in in gas fees basically oh look brilliant really really useful and look good on you for doing it and there's always a tricky one isn't it and we shouldn't condemn someone for using one blockchain or another Uh, it's it's kind of a learning curve and uh, before um, Gio, I'd love to hear from you in one second. But just before we chat with with you, Gio, and uh, I'll tell you briefly. This morning, I bought um, my an, a, a, two domains on Ethereum, and oh my god! So the first time I put in money into my wallet, yeah, and I put in us freaking out like oh my god it's the first time i'm gonna do it and then the the price is going up and down and i know it doesn't matter in the big picture but i was like oh you know trying to get all the currency and work it all out and then you know i had to prove my id and all this stuff and actually once i got past it i think next time it'd be a lot easier and it was a little bit of adrenaline because I know it sounds pathetic if anyone's here done crypto for a while, but it's the first time I was moving like money into a, a crypto wallet and I felt like I was, you know, like, um, I don't know what, like um, Neo or something. Do you know what I mean? In my head, I mean, obviously I was just completely like um, just uh, probably some pathetic guy putting <laughs> his, his crypto into the wallet. But in my head, I felt like really like super hacker, you know, Mr. Robot. And yeah, so I got the domains and, it was like my first foray into it. So I really enjoyed it. And I think, um, you know, the next step will be doing um, a kind of a project in the NFT space. So look, I've hogged enough there. Geo, thank you for joining us on the stage. And I think after this, we'll probably mute the mics, Jason. So I think this is going to be the last one on the stage for this session. But Geo, do you want to um, just say hello and let us know what you're thinking? 
Hi, how are you? How's everyone? Uh, Steven, thank you for inviting me on the stage. Um, I did have one quick question because I know I, I don't know how much time you guys have still on the on here, um, if I may. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, so um, I was wondering uh, about VR and NFTs, uh, how to connect those two. And the reason why I ask is because uh, of, of what Roblox uh, has been doing for the last couple of years since they started up. So I was curious to 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 hear your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, especially after you know, I've been I've, I was in the audience and listening to everything, and and ideas obviously popped into my mind. So the utility of everything that you you guys have mentioned in the last thirty or forty minutes. So. So you know, Roblox came to mind, and uh, and what they're doing, and and then I'm thinking about VR, and you know how 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 in Dubai and the recent um, expo, what they've done, and, and and if anybody in the room knows anything about that, uh, how to tie it together, and you know what are your thoughts about it? Well, I look, Gio, I'll I'll meet you halfway with this, and we'll open the stage up if anyone else wants to say anything after it, and is that. It's a good question. I really don't know all the answers. That's why I can't answer it fully. And I'm going to do another one of these probably on the metaverses, which which is what ties into that, you know, architects in the metaverse. Because you're right, there's, there's loads of these metaverses. And, you know, actually NFTs can feed into the metaverses because like a really good example, not specifically talking about NFT, but so there's one called Decentraland. And it's like a grid of all these... um plots of land and you can buy the land as nfts and once you've 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 bought that land then you can get you can design whatever on it and you know then we're going down this big rabbit hole of talking about do you get a virtual architect design building do they even need to be registered or licensed and that's kind of a very interesting topic which i think we'll unpack but just to answer your question, Geo, specifically on VR in the metaverses, there's one that I saw, um, I forget the name of it, but it's actually on Steam, right? So there's um you so people can download the the, the and go into the world and use VR. So what you're talking about is already kind of happening in metaverses, and there's one specifically, and I do not know the name. Um, is it Somnium Space? Yes. Or is it- Yes. yes, round of applause to you. So that's on <laughs> that's on Steam, isn't it? There you go. Yes, it is. Yeah, and you can you can go on VR and then that's another metaverse. But there are a lot of metaverses and I kind of wonder in my head, will it be like the battle royale of metaverses and we see which one kind of wins? Because you've got Mark Zuckerberg, haven't you? Or rolling out, rebranding and you know, clear and and hey, that's a good point to answer your question, Gio. Um, as well, you know, Zuckerberg owns the blooming Oculus things, didn't he? He bought out Oculus, so I'm sure there's a massive play on that space. Um, I don't really know of anything more than that. I mean, uh, Ed, does anyone on the stage want to add to to um, to that point that Gia raises about VR as an application? Let me go one second while we're waiting for it. Does anybody, anybody have a suggestion? No, Gio. I think I think, I think we've got. I think we're gonna. We will. <laughs> no, but it shows where your heads are, and I think you're right. There's an application there. 
and and uh, I think that what we'll do is we'll definitely do another special where we talk about the metaverses. Now we've kind of got to the hour um, mark, and so what I'm going to do is I think what would be awesome is if we do a round the stage roundup, okay? And you can just say your final thoughts, something that you want to say. You can plug something if you want, as long as we keep it short and sweet, and then we'll all shoot off. So I only think it's fair because everyone's heard me ramble for the last hour and managed to cobble a good conversation, but that's more to do with the people on the stage less than me. Well, I've, I will share something. Is that um, I am actively going to be doing, uh, in terms of the architecture social, I always view the architecture social as, at its core, it's about um, helping people with their careers. And at the same time, I've always evolved the space. So it's been partly a forum. It's been partly sharing people's work. And I see a little bit of synergies there for the NFT space as well. It's partly a directory. I want to build the biggest directory and it's building at the moment of all these real life architecture practices and kind of breaking down old barriers about you know how people interact with each other. But to the point, it evolves. I'm constantly changing, I'm constantly tweaking. And I really believe that part of the architecture socialist future will definitely be in the NFT space and potentially the metaverse. But in the short term, what I can say is that I'm working on an NFT project. And no, it's not a marketplace and I wouldn't have the brains in that front. So don't worry, Adonis, I wouldn't have a bloody clue how to do your marketplace. <laughs> and maybe you, we can work together on something. But I'm thinking more of a project that I'm really interested in how we can interface between real architects, their careers, and NFTs. How can that work? How can people get exposure? How can we make something of value? So that's where my head's at. I don't know all the answers, but I can guarantee that I will do it. And it won't be a bunch of hot air because I'm constantly thinking about it. So that's what I wanted to share. That's my little round off. Jason, you're next on my list. How has your scribbles gone? Have you learned anything tonight? And is there anything you'd like to add? Yeah, it's been fantastic. And, you know, the people on stage really, really thank you for um, sharing that knowledge because um, I'm going to be listening to this back and um, I definitely want to enter the um, NFTs after this so it's helped me immensely and i might be contacting you to help me in the future so yeah so it's, so that's been great um i just wanted to make an announcement as well so um, again i'm promoting the global architect alliance if you don't mind Stephen. it's yeah, now a link it's now a dot com so the, the global architect alliance has a web page um, it's heavily used on LinkedIn, so you can subscribe to the newsletters. Um, so we're actually on, um, I think we're up to 5,000 subscribers in less than a week um, with, with us with our subscriber list, list. Oh, thank you, Stephen. That's fantastic. And please just join us tomorrow night um, because we do do these weeks every single week, every Thursday at 7 p.m. GMT. And we have um, some really fantastic guests um, who come and talk and Stephen will probably, and you can listen to the last five episodes back. If you just go, go to the Global Architect Alliance room, uh, there's five ep- um, recordings as well you can listen to. Thank you, Stephen. Perfect. Oh, we didn't even rehearse this, did we? We didn't even rehearse. No, we, we, I, I don't do rehearsals. 
And then do you know why I don't do them? I probably should, but I don't have the time. So we kind of we go on the fly here, but there's a nice quality with just you know freestyling and just being out there. Thanks, Jason, and everyone should Thank check you. out that room. Thank now you. next on we're popping down. And do you do you have any kind of final thoughts or quick comments? It doesn't have to be long. Anything you'd like to add before we move on? Uh, yes, thank you for some uh, very great inspiration and best of luck with your journey. And if anyone has any questions or wants to collaborate on anything, I'm open because I'm really um, excited about all of this. So good luck, everyone. And Stephen. Yeah, well, we're going to keep talking, aren't we, Anne, as well. I'm excited what you're doing and I can learn a lot from what you've done as well. So look, I really thank you sharing especially what it's like to actually do the NFTs more from a collection point. Now, Adonis, you are the brains in the room. You're the one doing the marketplace. I do not envy your job and that task because I wouldn't have I wouldn't have a clue where to start. But let's do you have anything final thoughts to say? Final thoughts? Um, yes, this is a really exciting space and it's really a new space for architects. And, uh, and we should be welcoming everyone. And there's no stupid questions. Do not be afraid to ask anyone. Get on Twitter. Simply type NFTs. Type NFTs in architecture. And you're going to find your way. And together with uh, uh probably I should be plugging the competition that we're having. But I always uh, forget to plug Ooh. about what I'm doing. Uh, Let's we're put that action. on there. Mm -hmm. Let's get the link up for that. Go for it. <laughs> All right, we're actually having a, the next top metaverse competition, and it's all about the architects that, that want to build the metaverse through NFTs. So we want to promote every architect all over the world. We're going to have uh, so many prizes. We're working with Decentraland that you heard before. We're working with uh, other amazing uh, people uh, that we're going to be announcing really soon. Are even working with architects specifically for the metaverse. Uh, if you heard of Decentraland or Metaverse Architects, we're working with them. Um, just because this is a really exciting space, we want to help everyone. We're always welcoming new people. Uh, and yeah, just have fun with it. <laughs> Brilliant. And I just want to say, because I quite enjoy being in your Telegram channel and following stuff and... Um, learning and that's really nice place to check out so do check out the website but i do encourage people to go on your telegram channel because nice and friendly and then you get updates on the market i and now when we have our podcast or done you need to explain tokens because my brain can't quite get there yet i've wrapped my head around nft but you'll have to help me with your tokenomics <laughs> like what the heck but that's why you got metaverse anything oh <laughs> yes, I, well, I appreciate that, but that's why you need so, the architects involved with you guys, as well as the economists, because holy moly, a tokenomics just sounds so much. And so, Yemi, do you have any final thoughts you'd like to add, or you can, you don't need to say anything if you don't want, because yeah. uh, you know we're taking up all your time. No, don't worry. No, I, I just wanted to, to kind of just say, yeah, agree that this is just with a really exciting point um in time with um the technology and with the metaverse and with nfts all very exciting but again i or, always a little bit of a bore but i think we always have to um 
as well as kind of pushing pros, remember the cons and see how we can lead to, to improvements. So again, sustainability, accessibility, and um, yeah, ensuring that it is a space for um, the many and not just for the few. Well said. Oh, I said that on mute then. Thank you so much. You make a massive positive contribution in the public space. And yeah, I agree with your questions and it is exciting space as well. Thank you, Yemi. Really, really um, appreciate you being here. Alex, um, my humble uh, digital architect of the metaverse in the making. Was there anything else you'd like to add before we go? Um, no, not much. Just <laughs> thank you very much. And uh, I'm interested in the BIM and integration of that. And uh, I'm thinking big data and AI as well um, with the NFTs. Um, just uh, one thing that I want to uh, kind of just go over is uh, probably should look at capital gains tax uh, okay. when looking at trading uh, crypto. <laughs> I will do. But now I've met Adonis and he's an economist. I'm going to rope him into my world and I'll get him to do all my tax for me. Hey, I promise I won't do, I won't do that. I, I, I won't. But, you know, if you want to, you can look at it. Okay, I'll, I'll stop yammering. Gio, um, I think you definitely need to check out um, Adonis's competition with Renovi. Is there any final thoughts? So you're all getting excited for the VR world? Uh, I'm 100% excited for everything everybody's doing here on stage. <laughs> um, did anybody, I, I just want to throw this in there. Um, I, as a gamer, um, you're, did any, I'm sure you probably heard this before, and I think you're probably reading my mind. Uh, the FIFA game, has anybody ever said anything to you about that? No, you, you can buy NFTs. Is that no, right? No, no. No, not not that. You have the voice of the the announcer. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yes. Uh -huh. the, wow. The, the duplicate, like the double the <laughs> double ganger of the that voice. I encourage what? you to look it up. It's just you. I'm listening to you, and I'm like, no way. Is it him? And I, yeah, I need. I need. I, I'll have to check it out. But you know what? I like breaking all the rules here, and you know, there's a lot of etiquette and. I'm sure at one point someone's going to take me off from pressing all these buttons, but we'll have a bit of a laugh. And on that note, I'm going to end it. Yeah, we're going to end. It's been a really good ride. Thanks again, everyone that's gone to this stage. I've been Stephen Drew. We've got the fantastic Jason Boyle, Adonis at Renovi, Yemi, awesome architect in the real world. Alex, really appreciate all you've done in the architecture social and geo. Thanks for bringing your enthusiasm. I will let you know when we're doing the Metaverse talk, but if you're starving for more Clubhouse, then Jason can look after you in the GAA. Thank you, everyone, for being here, and I will shut the room in the next 20 seconds. I'm dancing to this. A little bit of elevator music. You know? Perfect. I will see you guys. Take care. I'll be leaving the room. Bye.